miracle night. Need a miracle? Your miracle is here today. Right now. Welcome to Miracle Night. Your miracle is here. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. All right, guys. Hello, hello. Good evening. But uh, we're going to go over a few nights before we get started tonight. Listen, guys, we have a $7,000 debt cancellation. $7,000 debt cancellation. God spoke to me, and he said, whoever sows in this, and I know it's Christmas, guys, and I know it's first year, but this is something you can pray about doing, um, pray about sowing some seed towards. $7,000. I'm giving you guys an opportunity to be blessed. God's going to do it anyways. You know what I'm saying? He's going to do the $7,000 debt cancellation. We are raising up $7,000 debt cancellation. God said, whoever sows in this debt cancellation, he's going to cancel some of your debt. He's going to cancel some of your debt. That's what he spoke to me. So I, I'm I'm raising up. Listen, I'm giving you guys an opportunity to sow in it. If you want to sow in it, we're on Vimo, uh, God Saving Ministries, or you can go to the cash app. We're at Money Sign God Saving Ministries, or you can go to PayPal, paypal.me forward slash Jason Leopard, or you can go to our website and sow on our website as well, www.godsavingministries.com forward slash partnership. You can sow at the $7,000 debt cancellation. Listen, when you sow into this, God is going to cancel your debt. I promise you. I'm giving you an opportunity while it's good, you know, because God's going to do this. You just watch and see. It will come to pass. It will come to pass. It will come to pass. Okay, guys, uh, don't forget the miracle water. If you need a T-shirt, we are we are wearing T-shirts that you know Jesus do you know Jesus? Uh, it says, can you have a question on it? It's on our website. You can go to www.godsendministry.com. You can go on there and get one of those shirts and wear it, guys. Listen, they're only $25, $25, a love gift of $25. That's all you need to share the gospel. Listen, you can wear these shirts around and share Jesus to the world to spark up a conversation with somebody about Christ. How, how good is that? You know what I'm saying? If you don't know how to spark up a conversation, we got shirts to help you. I'm telling you, God is about to do something in your life tonight. You just need to hang on. You need to hang on. And I wanted to get over those announcements. Don't forget, in March 26th, guys, we are having, we be praying about this too. We are having an outreach uh, up there at uh, Fill the Woods in March 26th of 2022. So don't not forget that. we got to get busy of passing those flowers out as well. We're going to try our best to cook chili, but if not, i got to get in touch with some singers and get some singers out there, and we're going we're gonna to have a revival right in the woods. You know what I'm saying? In North Carolina, we're going to be in North Carolina, so be praying about that as we go and do what God has us to do in this hour. All right, guys, listen, I, I want to um, – um, I want to grab your attention just for a minute. I want to grab your attention just for a minute. Do you have a minute today? I want to grab your attention just for a minute, guys. I want to grab your attention. I want to talk to you tonight about time. I want to talk to you about time tonight.
I want to talk to you about time tonight. Time. That's what God spoke to me tonight. He said, I want you to tell them the time is getting short. I want to talk to you about your time, what you're doing with it. I want to talk to you tonight. Time is only an essence of your life, just a matter of poof, you're gone. I want to talk to you tonight about time. There's a time to reap and there's a time to sow, but there's a time to laugh, there's a time to mourn. There's a time for everything. And this is what God gave me. He said, I want you to preach on tonight. I want you to tell the people that there's time is running out. Do you understand when you are born, you have a clock? Yeah, I said it. You have a clock and your time is set. My God, who am I talking to tonight? You have a time on your clock tonight, and and you know what? Your time will be set. When you were born in your mother's womb, God set your time to a certain time, and you're out of here. Do you understand tonight there's time, time is ticking. What you do with your time, how you evaluate your time, is going to determine where you spend eternity. Is somebody hearing me out here on the radio land? Is somebody hearing me on the Facebook land? Is somebody hearing me in the airwaves tonight? You have to evaluate your time and what you spend it on. I know, number one, we all spend about 60 hours a week working. I know I do. How do we evaluate our time? How do we calculate our time before it's up? You understand that your time is ticking. Time, listen, time, there's a time for everything. There was a season for Jesus to come on the earth, and there was a season for him to leave. My God, how can I preach this, Holy Ghost? There's a season for everything, but there's a time for everything, too. See, you got to know what times we're in. See, a lot of you think we're in the, the old times. You, you, you think we're going to have revival like Kazuzu Street. You think we're going to have revival coming up like Florida, like Brownsville. But I'm telling you, you've got to discern what time that you're in. You're not in that time anymore. Guys, there's a time that's under the sun. There's a time where there's a time where you reap, there's a time where you sow. You got to understand we're not in the 50s anymore. You got to discern the times. See a lot of you are stuck in the 50s and you can't come to the 21st century because you don't know what time you're in. You got to know what time you're in. See, a lot of you stuck in past 
A lot of you living in your past, you're living in past relationships, but you don't discern the time that you live in right now as we speak. You don't discern the time that we live in as you speak, as I speak. See, you don't understand that the times that we have Somebody's not understanding this. I'm talking about time tonight. I'm going to give you some scripture to verify what I'm saying, okay? I'm going to give you evidence, and the evidence is in God's word. Y'all ready to hear this? In Genesis 1, 5 says, And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. See, that, that framed around a time that God did that in. God works on his time. You understand heaven don't have a time. But earth does. See, God didn't create the heaven to have a time. Do you know that? There's no time in heaven. Matter of fact, the time in heaven is slowed down, but the time of the earth is speeded up. Why do I say this? Because the Bible says, God says, a thousand years in heaven is one day on the earth. A one day in heaven is like a thousand years. So really, I'm going to rephrase that. God speed up time in heaven and slowed time down on the earth. You know why he did that? to give you a chance to repent, my friend, to give you a chance to turn to his son today and ask his son to forgive you. Ask his son in your heart, in your life, it's time for you to come to God. I said it. It's time for you to come to God. In Genesis 1, 4, 4 through 18, and God said, let there be light in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and they were, let them be signs and for seasons. See, seasons is the same thing as time. And for days and years. And let them be lights in the firmament of the heaven so to give light upon the earth. And it was so. See, God did all this in his time. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, 1 through 11. To everything there is a season. Come on. In every time, to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. My God, who am I preaching to tonight, God? And a time to plant in a time to pluck up. My God, my God, let's go to this, Ephesians. I'm going to go to this. A time to die and a time to plan, a time to pluck up. Verse 3, Ecclesiastes uh, 3, verse 3. And a time to kill and a time to heal. My God, who am I preaching to tonight? A time to break down and a time to build up. <laughs> See, 
evaluate your time that you're in. See, a lot of you are in testing times. A lot of you have been tried by the enemy. But you've got to discern your time that you're in. Just know if there's weeping, there's going to be mourning. Just know that if you're going through a battle, if the enemy has took everything from you, guess what? God's fishing to restore back to you what the enemy has stole. My God, listen, guys. We have lost many people, and I'm prophesying this over the radio broadcast tonight and over Facebook. I'm prophesying this. I feel the prophetic coming on me. Listen, I'm telling you, this is the year. These are the next three years. God spoke to me in there in the shower. The next three years, we have saw people die under this COVID, but I'm telling you, God said in the next two to three years, I'm going to restore everything the enemy has stolen. Otherwise, God said he's going to have to pay. I said the enemy will pay for what he's done to us. Oh, yeah. If he stole your family, he's going to have to give it back to you. A time to weep and a time to laugh. There's a time for everything. Let's go on with this. A time to mourn and a time to dance. See, he said there's a time to mourn, but there's also a time to dance. See, you're not always going to mourn, guys. You're not always going to be depressed. This storm that we're facing global, it's a storm. But I'm telling you, God said, I'm going to come through for you. I feel depression all over the United States. I feel depression all over this globe. But God said tonight, I am going to restore the joy of your salvation. You've seen your loved ones die. You've seen these people die right before your eyes. But I'm saying tonight, saith the Lord, I will restore you. I will give back what the locust has stolen. The enemy will repay what he's done to my country and my people. He will repay. There's a time for everything, said the Lord. There's a time for everything, said the Lord. There's a time for mourning. There's a time for weeping. But I'm telling you tonight, saith the Lord, I will restore America. I will restore this globe. I will restore the Christians that has been took in their life this year and last year. I will restore unto you the joy of your salvation. Know I, the Lord, is on your side. I am on your side, said the Lord. I am on your side. I'm mighty in battle. For the battle is not yours, said the Lord. This is between me and Satan. It's not your battle. Everything the enemy has stolen from you, folks, God is about to restore. 
God is about to restore. There's a time to mourn and there's a time to dance, guys. We're going through global, and this is a global word to everyone in the United States. This is a global world for the whole world to see and hear on this podcast. If you want to share this on Facebook, that's fine. But they need to hear what thus saith the Lord tonight. This is a time where God is about to restore you. Listen, guys, listen, weapons may form. hear, Hear me out. God is testing you to see if you're trusting him. God is testing some of you to see if he's your butler. God is testing you to see if he's your war. God is testing you to see if he's your rock. You got to trust him, guys. You got to lean on him. God is your strong and mighty tower. He's mighty in battle. He can defeat cancer like it's no other. He can defeat COVID like it's no other. Do you believe he can do it? COVID's like a walk in the park to God. Cancer is like a walk in the park to God. There's a time and a season for everything, guys. And what we're going through global, God spoke to me in the shower. God spoke to me in the shower and he said, son, listen, I'm going to repay the devil for what he's done to this globe. I'm going to repay what the devil's done to you. He's going to repay. The devil might have stole your marriage. The devil might have attacked your health, but he's going to repay. High blood pressure is going to be gone this year. Cancer is going to be gone this year. Guys, there's a time and a season for everything. This season that we're going through, And I feel the dark and gloom. God also spoke to me. I'm going to restore families back to their place. God's told me I'm going to restore time back to people that the devil stole to. Time has been stolen because people want you to work so much. But God said there's a day coming where I'm going to restore time back to families. I'm going to restore relationships back to families. There is an awakening coming. I'm telling y'all, y'all need to not, listen, y'all need to share this tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost so hard in this, 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 this studio tonight here in Blue Ridge, guys. I'm telling you, you need to share this. This is not nothing we need to play around with. This is something we need to get serious about the Father's business.
Guys, there's a time to fellowship too. I feel an urgency. We need to fellowship daily. This don't need to be no Wednesday and Friday and Monday and Sunday thing. No, 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 no. He said, listen, do not forsake the assembly yourself together, seeing that a day approaching. Do you understand what time we're in? Do you understand what time we're in, folks? It's not a time to play church either. It's not a time where we just take God as, oh, God, you're my spare tire. I need you today, but tomorrow I don't. It's not that time. This is a serious time where if you don't spend time with God, you can fall over dead right, right, in, right in your living room. You understand that, right? This is a time where you can fall dead just driving your car. You understand people, it's happening to people right now. This is a time where the church is getting awoken. This is a time where the church needs to wake up out of their sleep and slumber. Do you understand what time you're in? We're not in the 50s no more, guys. We're not in the 20s no more either. We're in the 21st century. We're in a time where the devil is fighting harder because he knows his time is short. He's not playing around either. He's taking them out by the dozens. Oh, yeah. You, you don't think his COVID was sent to him? I, I'll show you it was. Come on, he he listen. He he took COVID because he he took COVID because he wants to take people's life quick. Why? Because he don't want to give them a chance to repent. You understand why you're still here on the earth? Some of you are still here on the earth because God is giving you mercy to repent. Some people say, well, I lived, I'm 94. Good, you had 94 years to work your salvation out. You wonder why you're still here? Because you got something in your heart you need to make right before you pass over. You want to know why you're still here? Because you're here because God is giving you mercy. God is giving you grace and God has kept you. We was talking about that with my daughter today about her mother. And I said, you know what? It's funny. God still has her here because he's having mercy on her. He's given her mercy and time to repent. God don't want you to go to hell. He does not want nobody to go to hell. He said that I, my will that none shall perish and all come to repentance. You want to know why he keeps you here? Because he's saving you from a dying hell. Because if you die quick, you don't have time enough to repent. See, God gives us time. We're talking about the time. Time that we're in. Notice time that we're in. It's a serious time, guys. It's a serious time where we need to get a partner and fellowship and a believer and fellowship with Christ every day. Every single day. This don't need to be on Wednesdays and Sundays, and oh, oh we'll, we'll fellowship sometime or another. This is what he says, and a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones, and a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. 
Listen to what Ecclesiastic says. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rent and a time to sow. And a time to keep silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. So there's a time for everything. A time of war and a time of peace. What property has he that worketh and there wherein he laboreth? Well, listen to what he says in verse 10. I have seen the travail which God has given the sons of men to be exercised in it. He has made everything beautiful in his time. You understand the things that we're going through now, guys, is only preparing us to the beauty God has for us. I told my daughter, I said, you know, you had to go through the things you had to go through because God makes beauty out of ashes. You understand God has to break you to make you. You understand that God has to send you to the cross to get to to, to the glory, right? You understand that you have to go through Calvary to get to the glory of God. You understand that Jesus had to go through the cross to sit at the right hand of the Father. You understand you've got to go through to get to People are jealous of me. They, they, they think, oh, you just got it made, Jason. You got money just slapping at you left and right. You got blessings all around you. You got it made, but you don't understand the price I had to pay for this. You know what I had to pay for it? You want to know? I had to pay loneliness for it. I had to pay rejection for it. I kept giving when everybody else didn't give. I've gave tithes for many years. And I'd give even when my refrigerator was empty. You hear what I'm saying? I gave to God when I didn't even have it. I paid a dear price. Some of you can't do it for two weeks. Where's God? I paid a dear price. A lot of you pay your tithes for about a month and God don't come through for you. You stop. Let me tell you something. I started paying tithes to get something, but I ended up paying tithes because I love something. Come on, somebody. God can't stand a giver that's going to be grudgeful. He can't stand a giver that's going to sit and want to give. He wants a giver that is cheerful. He wants a giver that says, Lord, I'll give to you because you, I love you, and you deserve everything I got. I started out giving to get. I'm not going to lie to you. But over the years, I want to give to love. You understand I give to God because he has given me the power to wake up and go to work in the morning. You understand what I'm saying? He's gave me the ability to go to work even when I can't do it. And you know what? You can ask my wife. There's very few days I miss work, even through all this COVID stuff. And that's something to praise God about right there. That's something to thank God about right there because many people can't say that. But you know what? He's able. 
I said he's able. He's able. <laughs> he's able, not me. He's able to do it exceedingly and abundantly. And above, we can ask or think. It's according to the power that works on the inside of us. He's able. All you got to do is believe in him. You know, I think some of you believe in Santa more than you do God. I think some of you believe in elves more than you do God. I think some of you believe in the tooth fairy and the Easter bunny and everything else more than you do God. Let me tell you something. He's real. And you, you want you want to know truth? I saw God and I saw Jesus too. Oh, Jason, uh, uh, Jesus is God. No. Man, shut up. I don't want to hear that. One person can't sit in two seats. Come on, somebody. Don't be ignorant of the word. If he's sitting at the right hand of the Father, then he's not one person. Come on. Oh, no, no, no. The word become flesh, and the flesh become word. And it was the word of God, and the well among men. Glory to God. Listen, there are two people. Two people. How can one person sit in two seats? Come on. God's... Get off your ignorant self. That's nonsense. And why would Jesus sit down here and say, don't call me good, there's only one good. He was talking about another person. He was talking about his father. He wouldn't be called the son of God. He would be called God, period. He wouldn't be called the son of God. If he was God, God was his father. Yes, they are two one. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but my daughter carries my last name. That don't mean I'm her. Come on, I don't got long hair. I ain't got a set of boobs on me. I'm not a girl. Come on. Sometimes I think y'all about as ignorant as a bat. You know what I'm saying? You 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 don't comprehend God's word, what it says. Yes, it says God's word, the, the word became flesh and the web among man, blah, blah, blah. But that does not mean Jesus was God. Jesus was the son of God. Notice that, of God. That don't mean he was God. Even Jesus said, don't call me good, there's only one good. Matter of fact, Jesus called God, God too. That was his God too. Read it, it's in the scripture. I don't know why y'all sitting around worshiping Jesus. You know what your problem is? You're standing at the door when you need to go in the room. You're standing at the door when you need to go in the room. You see, Jesus said, I'm the door, I'm the way of the life. He didn't say he was the room. He said he was the door. He is the only way to the Father. If you don't come through the Son, you can't get to the Father. Why? Because his Son is the gateway to the Father. That's the only way to get to the Father. Oh, do you mean we can see God? Yes, we can. Oh, nobody see God live according to Exodus. Yeah, but that was Exodus. Know the time that you're in. We're not in Exodus no more, guys. We're in the New Testament. God made a new covenant. His covenant was that his son would die for the sins of the world. And whoever believeth in him will never perish, but have everlasting life. He didn't say whoever would walk perfect. No, he said whoever would believe in him. See, it's about your belief system. I think a lot of you believe in Santa more than you do God. I'm sorry, I'm going to keep on saying that. 
Y'all got Santa all around here baking him cookies and everything. What do you got baking for God? Come on. Where is your belief? Who do you believe in? And a lot of you wouldn't be doing the stuff you're doing if you know he's real. Come on, somebody. (laughs) You wouldn't be doing the stuff you're doing if you think he's real. You don't believe he's real. If God come in your house tonight and he manifested himself in your flesh, in your very eyes, no sleeping, no nothing, but manifest himself to you physically, it changed your life. It did mine. There's no way I can forget the goodness of God. There's no way I can forget him because I know he's real. He's more real. I saw God's eyes in the sky. I don't care what nobody says. They say what they want to say. They call me a freak, call me a fraud, fraud. I don't care what you call me. I know what I saw. And you know what? I believe. I believe that he's real. I believe that he can take cancer and wad it up and throw it in the garbage. I believe he can take cancer and COVID and everything else and wad it up. Why? Because if God did it back then, he can do it now. If God did it, if God departed the Red Sea, he can do it now. If God did it then, he can do it now. He turned water into wine. He can do it now. We just got to believe. Glory to God. Glory to God. What time are we in? What time, guys? In Acts chapter 1, 6 through 7 says, When therefore... Therefore, we're come together. They asked him, saying, Lord, what is the time to restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which his father has put in his own power. See, our problem is we want to figure it out when God's already worked it out. We... we, we love to try to figure stuff out, right? I'm still trying to figure out how God's going to take this ministry nationwide, you know. God spoke to me many years ago. He said, you'll be traveling all around the world. It ain't happened yet. Don't mean it ain't going to happen because that's one of my desires. My main desire to be in full-time ministry, that's it. It's always been that. That's my passion. That's my love. God's going to get me there. I don't know when. I don't know the time. But I guarantee when the time is, it'll happen. But I got to wait on his timing. First Peter uh, one twenty, Who verily I foreordained before the foundations of the world. 1 Peter one twenty. who verily was foreordained before the foundations of the world. Do you understand what that just told you? Is there anybody listening out there tonight? In 1 Peter one twenty says, who verily, who's foreordained, foreordained, past tense, before the foundation of the world. So he ordained you before the world was even created. Ain't that awesome? 
He said, before the foundations of the world. So he wrote out your story. God knew you before he even started creating this world. Isn't that wonderful, man? That's just awesome. So God had your plan out before he started creating that. My God, my God, my God. I just read it to you guys. Foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in these last times for you. That's what he says in Revelation 21, 1 through 7. I saw the new heaven and the new earth. The first, the heaven, listen to what he says, guys. The new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth was passed away. And there was a no more sea. For I, John, saw that holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven prepared for the bride to adorn her husband. So, yeah, there's going to be a new earth and a new heaven. There's always something new with God. There's always something new with God. Always something new. You understand there's always something new with God. Guys, that's all I have for tonight. But if you guys need prayer, let me know. Y'all can send your prayer request online. You can send it uh, in our email. You can go to our website and, and, and ask for a prayer request. Get your prayer request in. Don't forget your miracle water. Get your miracle water today. 